take a jig. Uh, yeah, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what jig we did after that. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, this one. Did we do? No. Oh, Kesh jig. Yeah, that's it. Kesh jig. But we did the super round version, not like the one we played in Ireland. Yes, it was two different two different versions. Very round. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 185, Jesus Christ, of the Channerant Podcast. Getting so close to the end of time as we know it. <laughs> the end of time our lives. A, time is a flat circle, Fusco. <laughs> my name is Josh. With me, as always, is my bearded co-host, Mr. Andy Fusco. Yeah, baby, that's me. And if you didn't know, I'm here to let you know that this show is explicit. So you have five seconds to listen to something else. That's five, four, three, two, and one. F word. Uh, <laughs> Might be a little less explicit today since we're both very sober. Yeah, very sober. <laughs> uh, you can listen to the show, review us, recommend us to your friends. Come on, spread the good word. Why not? If you enjoy it, some sick asshole in your band probably will enjoy it too. Yeah, go ahead and share it on your Facebook or your Insta post or your... Your my chat, your OnlyFans, whatever it is. Whatever it is. Uh, listeners can send us emails to be read on air uh you can send us voicemails via the email too i think the number's gone now we stopped doing the number nobody used it yeah if we don't use it they like take yeah, it back take it back <laughs> so you can send us emails and voicemails be played on air at chainerant at gmail.com almost fucked that one up uh like us on facebook instagram twitter or if you're australian snapchat check out chainerant store chainerant.com and this episode is brought to you by our patrons those lovely folks who sign up for five dollars a month at patreon.com slash chainerant Last but not least, invite and share with your friends again. Uh, Fusco, odd open. Hey, Josh. Yeah, Fusco. You know what really puts a hole in my wallet? Uh, what's that? When you uh, you know, you go through the hard work of getting all dressed up in this goddamn outfit that I'm wearing today, and then uh, you go play a, a an event, a gig, f- funeral, wedding, birthday party, bat bar mitzvah, mitzvah St. Uh, Patrick's uh, Day, bris, what have you, <laughs> and then the, the sons of bitches don't pay you. Yeah, that's or, a, or they slow pay you, which annoys me. That's a real kick in the dick. I've definitely had slow pay. I don't think I've ever had no pay. I've never been stiffed. Yeah, I mean, I've been slow paid. Played. You've been stiff. Slow you just paid. haven't been not paid before. You know? <laughs> oh, I've been. St- oh, I'm very stiff. I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm stiff, stiff right, right now. now. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I saw the, a little bit of rise in the sporin. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that's uh, that's some bullshit. And we're gonna get into that later on in today's episode at our topic of the week, due to some recent things we've heard on the Channery Discord. But. Before we do that, life checks. How are you doing, Fusco? I'm great, Josh. How are you? I'm doing very well. All right, uh, let's move on. Yeah, okay. See, there you go. <laughs> Is there anything to talk about uh, since last week? I don't think we talked about... Did we talk about your little inspirational message on the band app when we were talking about the New Year's stuff? Or the, I don't Yeah, so. I don't remember. He posted, a nice, he posted a nice little thing. It might have come out after we recorded it. It might have been. Week. Yeah. It was, it was around that same time. About you coming out coming out of your hibernation and being excited about people, you know, working through some of the dojo steps. I don't know who all has done it aside from Pat. Uh, I've heard some rumors, but I, I haven't I think seen. Jeremy was, has been doing it, right? Jeremy's working Jeremy. through it. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I haven't. Uh, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Slow and steady. Slow and steady. I haven't seen anything, anybody posting let me, anything. Let me put it this way. It's January now. And typically, uh, we have to decide, you know, because my girlfriend's family lives in Chicago. We have to try to decide which holidays at the end of the year we're going to do in Vegas and we're going to do in Chicago. Right. We try to split it up, you know, even though it's a pain in the ass to fly to Chicago. Even when it's not a pandemic, it's a pain in the ass. Uh, this was the first year where I was like, hey. We could potentially do Christmas in Vegas because we could do Thanksgiving in Chicago because there's probably not going to be a concert. <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's very possible. Um, 
Yeah, but the, to be fair, the first I expect the first six weeks people to be just balls deep in the challenges, so you can't even submit things yeah. to the dojo till you get through those. So I'm imagining there's a lot of people just working their way through that. And you can't, I mean, I mean, you can do other stuff, but I feel like January is typically kind of a slow month band wise anyway, because especially because we, I mean, it's been ages since we would do like Queen Mary, for example, you know? Right, right. I mean, conceptually, it shouldn't be because we take December off. At least we do. Most yeah. people do. And then and a lot of bands over there uh, take uh, December off as well. And so they come back pretty hard and heavy in January from, as I understand it. And we always try to, but people, it's very, it takes a lot to get the motive, yeah. not the motivation. For some, the, for uh, some reason, moving. one month off isn't enough. They need two months, two and a half Well, they need a month off and then a month of like tip toe or, you know, no. dipping their toe in like learning music. A month of like, <laughs> oh, I haven't touched my pipes since. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's interesting. I uh, interviewed uh, Richard Parks the other day for a dojo thing, and uh, we could plug that if you want to plug that. We could. Yeah, we could yeah. talk about that in a sec. But um, I, I didn't bring it up for that reason. But uh, he <laughs> talked about. I asked him about what's their schedule like in the winter, and you know, he's like, you know, they basically take December off more or less, and a lot of time in the fall. They come back January pretty strong, and like by like January. They take December off from band practice. Let's put it that way. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're off. Yeah. <laughs> so music is learned in that time period, and they come back in January, and basically they have to know it at that point. So it's it was interesting. Where I don't think that I mean, granted, obviously they're great ones, so that you you know the expectations are yeah, higher. Yeah, the but, expectations are significantly higher. But uh, you know, it, that's the dream there. And I, I was thinking about that when uh, he was talking about that. I'm like. So that was always my expectation. We always go into it with a, I try to go into it with a grade two mentality, at least conceptually. And uh, we come back and and it never happens. It's like we spend the whole year, people learning their music all year. And we never get to that point because he's talking like a month out, we're just cruising into the competition. So I'm thinking by April, our first competition is typically April, sometimes March, typically April. So like March, we're putting in new reads and we're just coasting to... Tighten things up, but that's never, never, never what it is. We're standing in the circle, about to walk in, and people are still like, "Is that a G or D?" Yeah, or whatever. I'm like, "Is that a? <laughs> is that hey Fusco? Is that a low A or a low, low G, G in the march?" <laughs> it's one of those things. It's like uh, we'll just never get there. Um, but you know, but if you do uh, decide to join the dojo uh, and follow the procedure, you will know that learning music becomes easier when you have more experience with more music. Yep. So more patterns, more repetition of things that you'll see in other music, and it just all gets easier over time. There's no doubt about that. Well, so. yeah, because you stop looking at it note by note, and you start looking at it chunk by chunk. Correct. Because you're like, yeah. I've seen this movement in other things before. Yeah, exactly. It's so. kind of like reading. You know, you don't you're spell taking, it out in your head and then process it. it you just connect the you word at the whole word. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not. It's like one of those kind of things. But you have to get to that point, you know. And so anyway, uh, we'll, we'll talk about Richard. I think a little bit later. But that'd uh, be lovely. Yeah, I'd love to see. How, I'd love to hear about how Uncle Parks is doing. Yeah, yeah. He's. Uh, this is going to be the first. This is my me uh, massaging Vader's balls to the, come on the, the show. Foreplay. <laughs> this is the foreplay for come on Channing. So uh, yeah, I was very very straight with him. I did not pull any shenanigans. Um, you know, and, and just like, all right, I just want to convince him that I'm not a total asshole, just half an asshole. Half an asshole. Not, so. that could deal. Just one cheek. <laughs> exactly. You're an ass semi-circle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we'll see. Maybe uh, we can turn this into something. Last time I interviewed uh, for the dojo, I got to do interview Stuart Little, and that led into getting him on the show. It's so. true, yeah. Cross your fingers. And that was good fun. Stuart had a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, okay, uh, that's excellent. Um, I realize now that I sprung this on you because I don't remember if we did our January raffle winner last week. 
Well, we, we didn't do January till the end of the month, but we did do December. Okay, so we can wait till the end of the month too. Okay, I right. just want to. I realized that I was like, wait, do we do it at the beginning or do we do it at the end or does it matter? I counted like December thirty first. I just do it the next. I counted okay. as December. So. Okay, so never mind. Fuck you. No merch for you, heathens. <laughs> uh, someone asked in the chat about Burns Night events. Uh, ours, our local one, got canceled. Yeah, I, yeah, and I hear others are canceling pretty much. That of course, and of course they decided to cancel. I think like what a week before it was supposed because it was supposed to happen. On the 20 20 seconds. I would say about two weeks. Yeah. Because I don't think I got notified until like Friday of last week, maybe. I saw it about a week ago, which is. Or maybe it was was two weeks ago. Yeah. So obviously, they made sure they canceled it in a close enough window that nobody else could throw anything. Would you have done something if you had a chance? I don't think so. I'm, I'm. spread too thin as is i well, mean what the fuck are you complaining about i just think that you know like you're like a chick like, just bringing yeah, shit up just not, just in case you were gonna do it yeah it's not like they were like <laughs> they, it's not like they didn't know fucking january 1st that they were probably gonna cancel it right like oh i i imagine they've been thinking about it for i'd be a while. willing to bet i'd be willing to bet there was one table sold and it was probably the fucking highland games table because we got our tickets like we get them as soon as they come out and we get a table and just whoever can go goes right yeah, I, don't, I, I know nothing about how that was run. They didn't contact me six months ago. They asked me if I'd play pipes, and I wasn't gonna be able to do it anyway. But um. yeah, they asked me like three <laughs> months ago. They asked me three months ago if I could MC again, and I was like, yeah, sure. And then like somewhere around December, I'm like, you know, I haven't had anyone contact Not me else, about yeah. the script or anything <laughs> like that. And like last time, it was like October. Like we want to make sure all the scripts locked down. I was like this isn't three fucking months. What are you talking about? Yeah, and it's the same thing we've done the for same seven hundred years. Yeah. How old? How old is fucking what's his name Burns? How, yeah, when, when, when did Burns? It's the same speech for three hundred yeah. years or whatever ah. <laughs> but yeah no no burns events that i know of no, i mean not another one i just don't think there's enough of a demand here i i would love to throw like a big like hundred dollar a plate fancy fucking burns dinner somewhere nice but there's no like, demand like, 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 like oh oh I, what about just like a like a instead of like a formal event like a friend gathering yeah that could be cool like at a, you could do it someplace and we can if you, somebody wants to read poetry I, I have no interest in, in listening or reading it but if they, I mean, if we want to do it to call it, call it a Burns thing, great. Yeah. But it's like, just, or turn, just it into, turn it into a backyard barbecue. <laughs> yeah, like whatever, whatever. Um, but uh, I don't know. Like, I, you know, I'm celebrating Robbie Burns I'm in my own way. You're going to play pipes, drink a bottle of whiskey to yourself. <laughs> no, no. Pass out with your dick in your hands? <laughs> well, that's that's every night. And if that's, if that's a Robbie Burns night, then I've had... Him and I have spent a lot of good time <laughs> you, together. You've been celebrating birds <laughs> 300 nights out of the year. For 300 years, approximately. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. No, I'm, uh, I'm going to the Tool concert, which is that night. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so be I'm going to celebrate in my own way. And guess, Where, who, I'm, guess who I'm going with? Uh, whom are you going with? Um, I have an announcement to make. Okay. Uh, and it's at the T-Mobile. Oh, nice. And uh, it's that 22nd, the evening 22nd. I am going with Little Sean. Oh, awesome. Yeah, he's he not so little like a, anymore. Has he ever been like a big-ass fucking... He's never been to a concert ever. Oh, God. So this is his first concert. This he, is he wanted Into to the Fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and it was his idea. He's like, hey, will you go to Tool with me? I'm like, sure. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like, so it was like his idea. I'm like, okay, hell yeah. Um, so What is he now, like 16? 16, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like conceptually driving or learner permit or he's whatever. Probably, yeah. I don't know if he's actually behind the wheel yet that I know of, but uh, I know he's got his learning. Be afraid. Thing. Everyone be very afraid. <laughs> so I'm very excited about that. I'm very honored to uh, have been uh, trusted to bring him to his first concert. Do you remember your first like concert? Uh, I remember the first one I went with you to. My first concert. I mean I, ever, but... No, my first sure. concert ever? God, I think my first like big show I ever went to was fucking Jimmy Buffett. 
I went with my family, and it was like, it was a shit show. Okay. They were like, oh, like, it'll be a fun show. Oh, no. They fucking rage at those shows. I was like seven. (laughs) It was wild. I've never had more alcohol spilled on me. I was probably drunk just through fucking osmosis, just like soaking it up through my skin. I had so much booze spilled on me, and I'm about yay high. Yeah. And just like fucking 50-year-old chicks with stupid, like, fruit hats on whipping their titties out and stuff Ooh, yeah it was crazy that would have been a good first concert I, at first i judged you for this but now that you bring that up i was like hmm. yeah it was weird man yeah. first <laughs> fun fact first concert like seven or eight years old jimmy buffett wow that's pretty cool seven or eight wow i was fucking young interesting yeah that was here somewhere i assume yeah i forget where yeah interesting i was too drunk from all the people <laughs> spilling their drinks on me <laughs> that's fun my very first concert like real that i it had to be my first concert because as a kid, my parents weren't that into music, so they didn't go to anything. Um, but uh, you're not going to believe this one. It's even funnier than yours. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> it was at an arena, something like the T-Mobile. Yeah. It was uh, MC Hammer. No fucking way. Yeah. You like, went to go see MC Hammer on purpose? or something. I loved him. Yeah, I was like into <laughs> that. I was like into hip-hop and stuff back then. I was in a lot of stuff. It was kind of before I really hit metal big time. Yeah. But uh, like, uh, yeah, my... my Parents loved him. They were like, "Hey, let's go!" All my sister, myself, my two, both parents went. My father loved it. He he's not into music at all for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like I feel like the moral to this story is uh, Fusco will be celebrating Burns in the best way possible by Correct. listening to Tool. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, real quick, I wanted. To, I, did you get a chance to listen to the most recent Big Rap Show episode? I listened I did. to it. I did. Uh, he did like a little bit of a round table with some of the Rap Show team. I did. Immediately apparent who has done radio shows before and who has not. The funny, I was fucking dying laughing. Uh, I did laugh out it. loud like once. The very it was, happens right in the beginning. Too. Right in the beginning, <laughs> yeah. So there's a really funny part right in the beginning where he like he's got. I think it's him and like three other guys, right? It's yeah, like Deej so. and uh, the new guy and Somebody named James. Yeah, I think that's the new guy. Shilladay, and then I don't know who the other guy. Deej McIntosh. Yeah. Oh, is that okay? And yes, <laughs> he was like, uh, he's like, so uh, you know, are you all excited for 2022? And you just hear silence. He's like, everybody's nodding. Everybody's nodding on the radio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking lost. It was so funny. And it happened a couple times. It happened a couple times where it's like, hey, like I know you guys are on a Zoom call, but it's like it's a radio show. <laughs> Although he did a good job. He like he did a good job. The trick, the trick for this uh, podcasters out there, if you're doing a big group thing, um, is you call people call out people to out, answer yeah. questions. Yeah, you got to say their names. It's like, so I'm wondering, you know, what you think about cheese? Starting with you, blank. Yeah, and he actually did that by the end. He started saying yeah. names, but. That was funny, but also it was also blatantly apparent that um, his team. There's a reason they're not on a radio. <laughs> not only that they don't understand. There's the a concept. reason they work behind the scenes. <laughs> My God, they have very little to say. Uh, it's it was very funny. Well, it's it's interesting too. This is one of the things that I think uh, because of because of the format and placement and uh, prevalence of his show. I think one of the problems that he faces is he'll get people on that are like way plugged into the scene probably if they weren't on the radio if you didn't have a microphone in front of them we'll probably have some pretty strong opinions about things going on but as soon as you put them on that platform that typical you know uk irish band thing where i can't fucking say anything or else my band's gonna get hammered right yeah that's why they do the weekly drones you can bitch anonymously correct yeah and and that's that's the other thing about they're so careful over there and maybe, and I think Canadians are like this as well, but, and it seems like the Americans don't give a fuck generally, mostly occasionally you get the guys that are high up that don't want to risk their judging job at the next yeah. games or whatever it is. But, um, man, they, they have nothing to say cause nobody wants to rock the boat at all. But he did kind of get into the, he, he 
he did start to talk about like their communication, social media, the the association and stuff yeah. doing better. Which was at least, and they they're like, yeah, they're doing they're doing better. I'm hearing more, and then it would be like this silence, like yeah, there's like this, uh, like, and uh, Rab's like and hope, hoping they will elaborate, but nobody will say anything, <laughs> and that's all we'll say about that. That's <laughs> so funny, but uh, I did like his new format. I do. I mean, I don't know his his original format is original because he's the only one that sort of talks to himself and just reports yeah. the news kind of a thing, which is a skill. I, I can't do it. Like talking to myself is weird. When you walk away and I have to like vamp, I'm like I can't do this. I've got nothing to say. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, but I, I Josh did, isn't here. I suddenly have no opinions on anything. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, but uh, but when he did the new format, I liked it, that he had somebody to talk to, and even if it was pulling teeth a little bit, but it was funny because and of that bouncing bouncing stuff off people. I thought was nice. So yeah, I thought it was interesting. It was good good little show to do like to start off the new year and yeah. hear about some of the challenges they're facing, especially trying to live stream everything with Irish internet. I still say just <laughs> fucking tape it and post it as soon as you get home. <laughs> a, a three hour well, delay isn't gonna bother anybody. They have no nowhere to go. There's they have no events planned. As yeah, that's like gonna be either, rough. So. I mean, for that's gonna dovetail right into our next topic. Was you know they were talking a lot about whether or not twenty twenty two events are gonna be happening in the UK, Scotland, and Ireland. What the fuck do we have happening here? I don't... I have, I've, I don't know. Everything's such a goddamn question mark. I mean, Vegas is going to happen. I can't tell you to what fucking size, scale, or how many people are going to come, but like, we're doing it until someone tells us we can't. Right. I was wondering about that, actually. Um, other than Vegas, because I've talked to you about it, I've heard nothing. I've heard that Phoenix is happening because I heard that they're having a dance contest. I've heard nothing from bands. I don't know that they're doing any band thing or solo thing. Or I haven't That's heard interesting. Like that. I, yeah, I didn't know that because I, I just kind of always look. I don't check specifically for band stuff. I kind of just look to see, oh, like, you know, when are their athletics registrations right. going up? When are What kind of contests are they doing? Who are their headliners? But I don't even think typically to check to see if they're having a band contest because now that I think about it, there's lots of events that we have now, especially lately, that will do a festival and maybe do athletics and dance and won't have pipe band contest. Oh, uh, I never go to those, so I wouldn't know that that's what's happening. <laughs> if it's ha- if it's not having a band thing, I'm not there, so I wouldn't know that. But but I also don't hear bands talking about like, hey, like see y'all at Reading I've in heard, February. Like heard nothing from anybody. Yeah, about anything. And uh, so I don't know if all the other bands are in the same boat that we're in, where they're just turtling this year and like trying to build. Or I don't know. I've heard Flagstaff is happening. But I mean, so that's so far in the future. Who knows the reality of that? Yes, yeah, so like I have like Reddit. So I went to the Wispabus site, which it also has been updated. Is it? Yeah, it's it's better. It's not great, but it's better. Okay. So hey. that's I like seeing things move in the right direction. RSPBA site is new too. They redid it. Yeah, I've heard about that. That's what Rabbit's so talking about. it's yeah. So that's nice. Um, I mean, none of them are going to knock your cock inside of itself, but it doesn't have to. It's just got to be informational better and, and is, current. Yeah, better <laughs> is better than the same. Like yeah. you know, if it hasn't been updated since '98, like that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I went to the Wisp of a site and I was looking through upcoming events because they have an upcoming events thing now. Granted, they have the Vegas game starting on Friday, which is fucking weird. But uh, yeah, so they have Phoenix, Reading, Vegas, and Monterey. And that's so that's February through July. I don't see anything else. Hmm. I mean, maybe they haven't planned that past that point. I don't know. But yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, we started this whole process almost summer last year or so. I don't. Do you think Vegas is going to happen? Because you, you sounded yeah. sort of dire about a week ago about it. Uh, well, I'm dire about uh, not. I'm dire about whether or not I'm going to fucking do everything myself. Like that's for sure a problem. Like I'm not getting a lot of uh, buy-in from volunteers. I mean, that's what I mean. If you do, it won't happen if you do it all yourself. Like things are going to fall. Dude, through. the thing for me that I've been trying to tell them, I'm like, man, if this new job goes through, like I might not even be there. Like you guys are going to have to fucking throw an event without me. Right. So you know. 
I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's the same thing we always experience with volunteer organizations. I wish uh, in the past, I feel like my organization's been really gung ho and hands on. And I feel like everyone just wants to talk about doing stuff instead of doing anything now. And it's really frustrating. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the pandemic strikes again. Uh, we've gotten very used to not, not doing, doing anything. anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is exactly what the liberals want. Damn it. They want they want to stay at home and just not throwing, sucking off the government teat. Uh, they want us at home, suck off the government teat, not throwing Highland Gate. <laughs> Exactly. Not throwing not throwing Highland games that fucking cost an incredible amount of money to the government. I mean, <laughs> right. it's local government for us, but right. But either way, that's probably funded by the federal government in all likelihood. But uh, yeah, so I don't know, man. Uh, we're moving forward. Hundred like we just got our vendor and clan registrations up. We're gonna open athletics registration probably first of February. Our piping and drumming registration uh, was open for since like November, I guess, and they never emailed never. the Wuspuppet membership. And never announced it to the world or they didn't fucking I didn't even know like all of a sudden buggy contacted me and he was like oh like just so you know like I got the link for registration they never sent it they never emailed it out through R2 oh okay and I was like fuck so like we posted it uh, once I got the link we posted on like the games channels and I'm gonna try to get like the contact info of people who have competed in the past and uh. I'm just gonna have to make an email myself because apparently fucking association isn't gonna do it oh <laughs> So I'm sitting there, I'm like, it's January and nobody had the fucking link to sign up because Buggy's like, why do we have no fucking registrations? Like, usually people register pretty early. Yeah, they do. But two things about that. One, people have asked me about it. Hey, what, where's the... I'm like, I don't have a fucking clue. As far as I know, in years past, and maybe this was a one-time thing and this is how I think of it now, but it wasn't. it didn't go up until March very often. Oh, no, that's a long time ago because we're usually up first of the year. Oh, for okay. piping and drumming. Yeah, no, I, I had never known it to be until pretty close anyway, so I never worried about it. Like, it'll, it's coming. I don't know. Well, usually it's not something that we. <laughs> Is it on your to... website? Because I tell people just go. Yeah, to it's on the website. website. Yeah, so if you go to Las Vegas Celtic Society dot org slash pipe bands, or if you just go to the website, go to festival, go to pipe band, Find piping it. and drumming. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah, well, that's but, good. But yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Because usually it wasn't something that we had to aggressively promote ourselves. Right. Because the association just... would contact all the registered soloists and be like, "Hey, here's an event. Sign up." Right. Yeah, and they've done it for others. I'm pretty sure I've seen Wuspaba emails about like because I don't because I don't have that list. I don't have the list of everyone that signed up to be a soloist in Wuspaba in 2022. Right. So like that's one of those things where it's like, hey, you guys should fucking send this out. <laughs> uh, if yeah, you want, hey, if you want to give me the list, I'll do it. Like maybe, I maybe they wait though. Maybe they're maybe it's two months before they do it. Usually it's usually it's right. Usually it's when it opens that they would send it. Maybe I yeah. don't know. But. So. And then it's just like, it's pulling teeth, you know? Once again, as much as I love Buggy, he's a super fucking busy guy working like 17 jobs and volunteering. And so I hear from him every other day trying to get an immediate problem resolved. So it's like, hey, like this needs to get sorted out in 24 hours and I'll get a text or an email every other day answering whatever question I asked most recently. So it's like, fuck, man. Like it's going to be May by the time this gets sorted out. Right. (laughs) And it's and it's not just him. It's all it's all my volunteers across the board are just like, you know, they'll answer me maybe every other week. And I'm like, this is all time sensitive shit. It's fucking January. <laughs> like, we got three months. Not even. Right? Like we have three months from a week ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, come on, guys. Is SFU coming? I don't know. Uh, we're still trying to figure out if we're gonna have to change some judging lineup because we don't know if the Canadians are gonna be able to get out of Canada. Well, that's true too. Can they cross the border? Yeah. That's a big thing. Is, yeah. Can they right now? I don't even know. I don't think so right now. I think that's what prompted the conversation. I don't know if it's going to, I mean, it could be better in two months. It could be worse in two months. We're definitely going to have to have contingencies either way. Yeah, I don't, <clears throat> it's going to be worse. I mean, like, even if <laughs> the government's going to do what it does, they're going to shut things down. 
uh, or block, try to, you know, slow things down, essentially yeah. block things from happening, uh, whether we like it or not. But I mean, I remember fucking last year when it was way more pandemic-y in, you know, March and April. Yeah, and Pirate the, Fest had a fucking 17,000 person event and got no ramifications whatsoever. Yeah. But the, it, the fervor is coming back again. And maybe it's just because it's wintertime and people are bored and they're stuck in snowbound houses in the north. I don't know. But, like, it, it's, like, all over again. I mean, that's one of those I things I mean, I'm not saying it's it's reality, but it's the fervor is there. You know, the the, yeah. the, the, the outrage. Because, I mean, we didn't do it last year and Pirate Fest did their event because we were like, fuck, we're not going to be able to get enough people to in the middle of a fucking pandemic to make this thing work. And then they had a fucking huge event. Yeah, but they they go after the uh, weird renaissance. Yeah, and they do a lot people. more like guild stuff, and, and they just didn't give a fuck. I mean, Maybe that's the key: go yeah. after them for a year and, t- and just make your money that way. They they just didn't give a shit. If people got sick. Like, well, there's. I mean, that's up to you. If, <laughs> if you, I mean, let people live their lives and let them decide. But I mean, I'm, you know, it's an outdoor event. I'm not too worried about that. I'm just worried about like, fuck. There, there's there's fixed fees, right? There's certain things I have to pay for the park. The city rapes me in the ass on the price of the park. That's why we're probably not going to use that park next year. The, you know, I got freaking medics and security and fencing and all things that if there's a, if there's a hundred people or if there's 10,000 people, those prices are the same, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck man, if I don't think I can get enough people in, we're going to have a problem. Right. Yeah. The term I use at the board meetings is best last Highland games. <laughs> uh, and how, how do people react to that? Oh, uh, they don't like it, but they also don't do their job, so I don't care about their opinion. <laughs> <laughs> pull your funny. pull your weight, and you can have an opinion. <laughs> no, no, no criticism from the couch. <laughs> yep, that's usually how it goes. So yeah, I'll probably get in trouble for saying all that, but fuck it. Yeah. Um, Discord. If you are some of you people watching this right now, are probably uh, on Discord. Yeah, so good for you. But yeah, no, we're going we're going forward for now, and hopefully have, throw a big ass event. Yeah. And fucking rage. <laughs> It'll be a rager. Uh, yeah. So um, the Discord, are we are we talking about how that led into our topic this week yet? Uh, yeah, we could talk about it. It does directly affect our topic. So one of the things that I really like about the Discord channel is there's a lot of shop talk. True. Yeah. Inside of the Discord channel. And not just, I mean, piping and drumming shop talk for sure. They're shop talk about fucking everything at this point. But there's a lot of channels in that thing. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's it's a lot a, of channels that Rob McCallum fills up with nonsense. with bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> I want to hear a video of that guy play. I I don't think I've ever heard him play. Uh, it's like hmm. it's like you get the you get the fucking chops to back up all this shit you talk. <laughs> he might. Uh, he might. Yeah, he might fucking be stellar. Yeah, who knows? But uh, yeah, so one of the we did, there was a conversation thread that led to today's topic inside the Discord server, um, and today's topic being getting fucking stiffed at gigs. So. That's going to lead into the later conversation about best practices from Channel Rant's very own Andy Fusco. That's me. Oh, wait. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we that wrong. Part. Yeah, wrong part of the show. <laughs> but before we get to that, speaking of Andy Fusco, uh, you've been doing some interviews with some fairly prominent folk recently for the uh, Piper's Dojo. Do you want to kind of talk about what that's about? Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, in February, the Dojo is doing the number two. They're doing a number two. They're doing a number two Andrew all Douglas over your is, computer. It's doing a number two all over your computer. Yeah. Uh, no, they're having the second uh, pipe major symposium where they uh, bring in three major pipe majors to do a weekend class, if you will, or presentation on various aspects of leading a band. And uh, and if you don't know best what practices a, that sort of thing, what a pipe major symposium is, it's when you simp for pipe majors. <laughs> exactly. No, if, you're, if you're a pipe major simp, this osium is for you. <laughs> 
So do we have uh, a link for that, or is it? I don't know. Is it paid or what is it? What do you mean? It's like a paid event. Is it a webinar? Is it a, if you're a dojo member, you it, just log in? No, no, no. It's a paid event. It's a special outside the ordinary thing. Um, so there's a. Uh, I'll put the website in the link if anybody's interested to sign up for that. But it's uh, you can you sign up. You can bring your pipe major and one other person. Maybe if you want to bring your pipe sergeant or some you know some other leadership of the Go band. Channerant.com slash simp. Yep, <laughs> that'll be the link. Okay, <laughs> it's not up yet, so don't go there yet. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so uh, I, part of that is creating a, um, I don't want to call it a workbook, but sort of a textbook for the for the class. So in that textbook, I do interviews with each of the three pipe majors, and then we transcribe that into essentially a story, notes or whatever for for the for the uh, students to have. So uh, I've talked to Ken Eller, and I've. Uh, interviewed him and then of course talked to richard parks on friday morning that was fun um, that gave you a little bit of a chubby it did so <laughs> uh ken's very personable and so he's super easy to talk to uh, and that's where the whole panic of judges crossing the border came up uh, when i talked to him i was like oh shit i didn't even think about that and i told you and you're like oh here we go <laughs> here we go again because <laughs> he was Island like i don't know season. if i'm gonna be able to cross the border to come out because he usually comes to the vegas games anyway uh so he was fun to talk to and then richard was Incredibly intimidating because I was wondering how he was going to react to, to it me. being you. Yeah, because <laughs> I emailed him and I didn't hear back from him. And then Andrew emailed everybody, and then he then he set a time or whatever. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I did he I, ever did he ever tell you how to crush the puss at Winter Storm? He never did. He we I did not bring it up. I played it straight. <laughs> I didn't want to uh, challenge him or my job for ma- for that matter. But. Uh, um, but uh, he, he's an interesting guy. Like, and what I noticed in particular was how I changed around him. Like, Ken is easy to talk to, and like, mm. so I was just goofy me, you know. And we kind of had a good time. And Richard's very straight, so it's like, all right, I'm just gonna match his energy and kind of go with this. And but it's like, this is so not me normally. And then I caught myself like being awkward and and weird. Like, he would say something, and I would be like, oh, cool, that's a great answer. Like. I don't even know what he said. Like I'm so yeah. like blinded by <laughs> what's happening. <laughs> you know, like this is uh, this is so weird. Like I'm not usually like this. Um, but yeah, well, uh, you get a little bit of nerves. Yeah, it wasn't even like it wasn't like butterflies in the stomach or nothing. It was just like like a weird fog. You know what I mean? I don't know how to explain it, but it was weird. But it, it was cool talking to him. He was very nice. He he remembered me uh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> did he, uh, so there, did he say how he remembered you at all? No, no, no. no. He just he. He used my appropriate name, so um, oh, he calls you Fusco or Fuko or no, he he called me Andy, but he didn't call me Andrew, as is, is how I knew who he, he knew who I was, because um, everything on my name screen name is Andrew, right? So, um, but so, and I've talked to him before, but yeah. uh, uh, so I'm like, oh, okay, so do I should I just like say something, get it out of the way, just make a joke like about it, or should I just like, pretend it never happened? <laughs> you you went with pretend it. Oh, never I totally happened. pretend it never happened, like. <laughs> Uh, hey, that's one way to do it. But uh, no, he he was cool. It was it was nice to talk to him. Got him to laugh a little bit. He smiled once. I even took some screenshots. I'm like, this is creepy, but I'm totally taking screenshots. Of does it is it one of those platforms where it'll tell you when someone's screenshotting you? Or no, no I did it on my computer, not on Zoom. So he conceptually he couldn't tell. Um, and it wasn't a dating app. I think those tell you when think, somebody. I think like Snapchat. <laughs> does Snapchat does. Too, you're right. Yeah. You're right. It does. Yep. Or maybe so, I think maybe Snapchat and Instagram. I'm not sure. I don't it, remember. It might. I, um, but yeah. So. Uh, so that was fun. And then I have uh, Alistair Henderson next week. Oh, cool. So Allie is Allie. talking to him. He's still alive. He, as far as I know. Yeah, I'm about to say, I haven't, fucking, <laughs> haven't heard from him in forever. Yeah, so that should be a fun one, too. So that's the Pipe Major Symposium. We got Ken Eller, Richard Parks, and Allie Henderson. Um, 
song, Allie's going to be focused on like, you know, writing your medley and yeah. arranging tunes and things. Richard's more about like your process and setup and tuning and, you know, the day to day kind of stuff. And Ken's more ta- man management style. Okay, of. cool. That's what he's presenting more or less. Um, but all very uh, educational. Um, so I highly recommend checking it out if your band's interested. Get on top of it now. So a year from now, when we maybe get back to sometime doing in twenty thirty, <laughs> yeah, you'll be well prepared. You'll be so prepared. <laughs> well, pipe band's gonna have a repertoire of two hundred tunes by the time we can go back out. <laughs> the last one was awesome. I, I, that's all I got to say. So definitely check that out. Speaking of two hundred of something, Channer Rants episode two hundred. See how I did that? See a little segue? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fucking pro right there. <laughs> that's why I pay me the big bucks. Yep. Rab would have never pulled that off. Uh, episode 200 of the Chain Rain Podcast, where it all ends, where we just yep. hit the big red button under the table and the set collapses on us. Yep. We're going to see um, a nu- nuclear. We're going to have special effects by that point yeah, that are going to go off. Just, everything gets nuked. Don't we have special? I'm sure we've done special we effects. We can do it after the fact. Yeah. I don't know if we can. we got to figure out how to do it live. I'm sure we can. Yeah, of course. <laughs> just, just get an animation in OBS yeah. and like play it over the show. It's got to be like. <laughs> Uh, but that's got to be like Mayish, right? When that I think happens, we're gonna land. I think it's gonna land around. It's gonna land in the summer for sure. I think it's gonna be around May, assuming that we maintain a once a week schedule, Seems which is gonna be probably. yeah, it's gonna be iffy. So, well, that's, yeah, that's a good point. Um, so, are you doing anything special? I know, I know, you messaged MLK about that recently. I put it on MLK's radar. She's kind of one of our official, unofficial event coordinator, coordinator types. types. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I would be down to do something similar to last year, but maybe tighter. If we if we plan it more than a week in advance. Right. Because a lot of people forget that we did episode 100, and I think we planned that in six days. It was very quick. Yeah. Like, it was like we, six days We had days the to idea show. for a year, but of course we did nothing about it. We did nothing about it, and then we're like, <laughs> all of a sudden we're like, oh, we could do a live show. So we're just like inviting everybody we know and like getting Tommy's booked and like right. trying to figure out the AV setup. and Yeah, walking in, not having any <laughs> idea how the Wi-Fi or whatever was going to work. Walking in, not only not <laughs> knowing the Wi-Fi or how anything worked, but I was shit-faced. <laughs> walking into the venue to yeah. set up not even when the sh- not even for the show really like, oh yeah i was hammered oh i didn't know that I, I i mean i knew we got hammered before the show started but yeah that was that was a lot of fun so you would mention two things to her and one of them she was not happy about what was it uh, i said i said strippers and pyrotechnics oh right she what, which she one said, did she agree she said to? no pyrotechnics oh damn it okay we can't have like a fire eater or nothing yeah, i don't know yeah it's no pyrotechnics inside tommy's yeah oh well that's fine strippers will be fine do we know any? I don't think so. I don't. I know whores. I don't know if I know. Uh, did you get the girl's number that uh, JD's brother was trying to hook up with? I oh, her. yeah. <laughs> I, I did, actually. So I, okay, <laughs> There I you go. Contact. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> See? Networking, kids. Networking, yeah. Bag Learn, pipe, pipe band networking. Learn the importance of networking. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they, have, they shouldn't have to get fully naked because I don't think they're going to let us. No, just topless? Okay. I don't know. Uh, pasties, yeah. pasties, maybe? Yeah. That place used to be a... At least it, a topless bar. It used bar. to be a topless bar. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that was that before? That was when it was the beach bar, I think, maybe. It, it was still Tommy's, but it was like they tried to, because they tried back to do in the early 2000s, topless bar. Things were turning very adult here again. So they tried to turn it into like a, and it just didn't work. Nobody cared. But uh, so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, we need some ideas. Like, what are we going to do? We're going to try to do some like look backs, things like that, like we did last time, have some music interludes. We won't have anybody traveling down, I don't think. Maybe. Maybe some of the Utah kids. Yeah, I bet somebody would come somewhere. <laughs> Probably less, but uh, it's just not as exciting anymore. We're just it's just an old hat. Yeah, yeah. Our, our shtick is getting old. Yeah, it's it's old to us. It must be old to you must guys. must be old to everybody else by now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, once we have a date on that, we'll let y'all know. And we'll you know do the, hopefully a slightly more effective live stream than last time, depending on if there's any internet in the building. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, new merch, com. Get your bag, pipe, baffinet, tea. I think I'm going to put that on a hoodie and on a crop top, too. Do it. Courtney wanted one. She wanted a crop top, so. I'm all about that. So, I'll get, I'll get that up one of these days. I'm actually been very productive lately, being sober. I can imagine, yeah. That, that definitely uh, helps. There's so things. many more hours in my day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what have you been getting done? Uh, mostly game stuff, cleaning up around the house, trying to organize shit. Um, I did. I mean, that was like, that was the part of the thing the other night when I was like texting you. I was like, hey, because I was looking at this pile of fucking drums in my office because I need to get this office sorted. And I was like, I wonder what's going on with storage stuff for the band. Mm-hmm. And so I messaged El Presidente, Mr. Andy Fuca right here. And I was like, hey, what's going on with storage stuff? I want these fucking drums out of my house. And he's like, yeah, like I talked to so-and-so and they haven't like gotten any info yet. And I was like, well, do you want some help on that? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I think it was what, like two hours later. I was like, here's a list of everything within five miles in the pricing. Yes. Yeah. How did you do that, by the way? Just I just I pulled storage, site. you know, storage units near me. And then I just went through each one and marked addresses and pricing and size. Right. Yeah, that was that was very helpful. I've looked through it a little bit. I have maybe an idea for one. Okay. Got to look into it. Some of the pricing wasn't too bad. Yeah, it's going to be in the low hundreds a month, approximately 100 to 125 or somewhere in there for something probably big enough we need to consider drums and the rack of uniforms we yeah. have and stuff. Uh, but I really need to go see. I have pictures of what we have, but I don't. it's hard to tell the depth, how it's deep hard, that closet goes. Yeah, it's hard goes to tell <laughs> how much storage space you actually need. Yeah, so... Yeah. But uh, I mean, I'm assuming we'd be looking at least like a 10 by 10. I'm thinking at least five by 10 for sure. But probably five by 10 if we like, pack it amazingly. Right. And and we want to be able to get in there for uniform stuff. So like I'm thinking somewhere in this eight to eight by 10 to 10 by 10 range, somewhere in there. Okay. Uh, so to make that affordable and reasonable and all that. So anyway, yeah, it's it's definitely in process. The, the church is probably a no go because they keep like sort of stalling me. Uh, like, oh, yeah, we're, we're looking around for more room to do. And then I just never hear back. So yeah. I'm going to, all right, I'll just move on. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that girl that just, uh, you know, kind of delays your text or whatever. It's like, gosh, she's just not that interested. That's the thing this. that they don't realize, too. It's like, man, if you had like one room that we could get access to and would lock and it's inside the building, like you could make more money from us. Well, that's what I suggested to him. I was like, like, we'll pay you more. I said, we'll pay you. Uh, we'd rather give it to you than. Some you storage haul. company. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, we're, ha- we're happy to whatever, you know. But uh, yeah, that hasn't happened yet. But and that's a big ass building. Lots of fucking lots of huge, stuff. man. I don't think we've seen all that building. I don't, I'm afraid to go in the basement. <laughs> I don't know if there is. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm but, sure there is. <laughs> it's an old church. It's got to happen. Yeah, if there's no basement, where do you diddle the kids? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, man, we're trying to get shit out of them. Speaking of, <laughs> I, don't, I doubt they listen to the show. Uh, speaking of diddling, uh, we're catching up on our edits. Yeah, we are. We're we're basically there. We're basically there. So the one that's coming out on Monday is last week's, and then we'll probably get this week's, the one we're recording right now out. By the end of the week. By the end of the week, and then we're fucking caught up, baby. Yeah, man. It's uh, Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yep. Um, just fucking so, just snort your way through a mountain <laughs> of booger sugar, and <laughs> we're just powering through. Just powering like, through. I'm tired of looking at li- at that list of like six episodes, oh, like God. just sitting there ready. I'm like, fuck. And I'm well, like, and like, and then you know, we have that thing where it's like, what the fuck did we talk about last week? Because the one that just came out was from like three weeks ago. It's like, ah, fuck it, let's just get caught up. <laughs> yeah, there were people messaging me about like, uh, what was it? It was like this the last one we did in October, so it was about three episodes ago that we posted, and they're like, what what the I'm so confused. What's going on here? Like, this yeah. sounds like it's before the concert. I'm like, 
It is. Like, just look at the... Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we explain that. <laughs> no, we explain it. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're getting caught up, and uh, it's it's uh, been fun to listen to those again and our drunken st- uh, stupors. Yeah. Um, just think about how boring this one's going to be to edit. Oh, this is going to be so easy. Yeah. I'm not even going to listen to it. Yeah, like, <laughs> like we'll, we'll just leave a big pause in the middle for ad break so you know where so it you is. you know where it is. And, so then, we're gonna, to... and then we're just going to go. Yeah, this will be. this one's going to be great. Uh, before we get to the top of the week, one more thing coming soon. On Channel Rant, the return of the Patreon happy hour. Correct. We're, we're bringing it back, kids. Back by popular demand. We're going to do our once a month happy hour with a twist. That was your cue to come in and talk about it. Oh, sorry. So, ready? Right, here we go. With a twist. Oh, is that me? Yeah. Oh, sorry. One more time. Sorry. Okay, right, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. Con then we got ju- oh. <laughs> <laughs> and ju- oh shit! Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, with a twist, Fusco. We have this time. We're gonna have special sessions with uh, where we actually add some education into the old Patreon uh, happy hour, the happy hour thing. Yeah. So we're gonna have uh, Joe Brady do a short 15 to 20 minute presentation on marketing your pipe band, how to get out there in your community, um, raise membership potentially, uh, make a name for yourself. Uh, get sponsorships potentially from your local brew pub, whatever it is that you might be looking for, things that can help you out. If you know Joe, you know he's a master at these things. We're going um, to get a peek inside the Waken District winning strategy. Yeah, and if you're not interested in that, come to it anyway and throw virtual nickels at him while he's presenting. Yeah, uh, that works. And, and just say F you Joe Brady in the chat. Uh, Spam that chat, hashtag F you Joe Brady. And after that, we'll just we'll open the floor to questions and we'll just have a sit down and hang out and have a couple drinks or whatever Josh will be drinking at the time. Soda, soda water. Probably probably club soda. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, and so and then we're going to continue that forward, see how this goes, and expand the old Chanarant uh, world, universe. So if you have any suggestions on topics that you would like explored in future Patreon happy hours, you can send them to us, Chanarant at gmail.com. Yeah. See? Look at, look at how easy that was. <laughs> that was great. Well, we're going to take a quick break to hear from this episode's sponsor. McClellan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from Eust in Scotland. They don't strive to be the biggest, fastest, or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of warm and stable-sounding instruments of heirloom quality. Roddy has followed this philosophy for over 30 years and continues to evolve with innovations like the Elevation Chanter, designed with North American bands in mind providing a lower pitch, rich harmonics, and strong, clear projection. Elevation channers, along with channer reeds from Adrian Melvin, provide a stable platform for a thick band sound without big overhauls. Check out BespokeBagpipes.com for more information. McClellan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. And we're back. Today's topic of the week. Pay the fucking piper. Yeah, motherfuckers. So uh, we're going to talk about how to make sure you don't get screwed on gigs. Uh, this <laughs> like we, we alluded to earlier. Um, this came from our Discord server where we had one of our great, great friends who, uh, yeah, basically got stiffed. Not only... No, no, for, stiffed well, had, like five times. So this guy's yeah, really yeah, this bad guy, this luck guy's or getting, This guy's getting his ass handed to him. Because <laughs> he had several, like, you know, waiting months to get paid type situations on funeral gigs. I'm and very then, confused by this. And, like, wedding gigs and stuff. I don't think it's only funerals. And then no. a couple, like, just literally family told him, fuck you, we're not paying. Yeah, I, I gotta go read the details of that if you have it there, but... This this was a quote that I liked. Family told me that they'd seen how much all my shit costs that I could afford to miss a four hundred dollar payment. They really said that to him. That's what he said. That's ballsy right there, man. That's like, a great way. That's a great way to get your fucking tires slashed. Oh, absolutely. That's 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 worthy of vengeance yeah. right there for sure. Um, that's at least a good 
a Google review as in a bad Google review. <laughs> so I'm very much, unless if I'm dealing with uh, not directly through like a business, like not directly through a funeral home or a wedding chapel, I'm very much a cash on the day or cash before. Yeah. So there's a couple of things. I've, okay. So I've never been stiffed. I've been slow paid. Paid. I've been the slow paid. I've never, I've never been stiffed. significantly slow, slow paid. Where I thought, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna fuck me. They're gonna fucking yeah. stiff. But it went like months. I and mean, you just, I just, I don't fuck around with money. Like I'm, you can't Scottish that way. Well, you uh, can't do it <laughs> if you're a gigging musician for sure. You're like, and it's not their business to run your to to be in your business. Meaning, like, the fact that you know, I see how much your stuff costs. Like, are you looking at a Pakistani website? Like, what no. are you talking about? It's like, you see how much my stuff costs. <laughs> you know how I paid for it from other clients that actually pay their fucking bill. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, my pipes cost five grand alone. I mean, not everybody's are that, but you you, know, you could go all over the map here. Your uniform's at least a thousand dollars. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, there's lots of things. There's a couple things you can do anyway, and uh, we can talk about best practices. But one that sucks too, have a lawyer friend that will write a letter. We've definitely I've done that once. Yep. Uh, yeah, just have them. Anytime someone writes, if it's a if it's on legal letterhead and you have them write a letter, they're not even going to look into what kind of lawyer that person is. They're yeah. just going to say fuck and pay. You. you don't have to threaten them or nothing. You just like, hey, we're we're inquiring about in in for uh, how do they say it? Something like. Requiring on behalf of on behalf blank. of that's what I'm thinking yep. of yeah and that's it <laughs> like suddenly you get phone calls like um, but I've definitely done that that's extreme if you have to go to that point but it's it can be done uh, or you know you could even I mean you could pay a lawyer supposed to do that if it's worth it to you but um, uh, a couple things one uh, years ago when we did this ep- we did an episode about this kind of stuff the guys over in Scotland kind of laughed at us because we they're like we just show up and they pay us. Like we don't go through anything. Like, um, that's awesome. Which is, man. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> it's a fucking wild West out here, man. This is uh, I don't know about other places, but people are shitheads. Um, so one, I generally always ask for a deposit. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's like the next day, maybe I don't cause it's more hassle than it's worth. But, um, generally funerals out here are quite a bit in advance and weddings for sure. Yeah. Um, so ask for a deposit. That's sort of at least, you know, you have something. They well, have that, money and that's like you're paying for the slot that I'm putting in for you for the day. Correct. Like, and if they cancel, that's on them. And, and which is it rarely happens, but it can happen. No. Or if they move the date or whatever. But, um, but you know, you got to be flexible. I mean, obviously, you know, it's okay. I don't mind if people move the date or something. But uh, so deposit helps. Uh, always invoice them. Ask for an email and send them an invoice regardless. Make it look professional. Yeah. So that they feel like this is a professional thing. Not so like they feel like there's a person who knows what they're doing. Correct. That always helps. Uh, if they think you're, you, you know what you're doing, they treat you that way, you know? So it's a little act as if I suppose. Um, so that's uh, really helpful, especially if you're de- I mean, with funeral homes, we don't have to do that. Ours locally, they just, they'll slow pay you sometimes, but you know, like they're never going to not pay you. Yeah. It's pretty rare. It, I, I've been doing it for, God, 15 years or something working for the funeral homes yeah. and stuff. I mean, slowest I ever got paid from a funeral home was maybe like two weeks. Yeah, that's maybe a week is typical. And like I got like a month once and I just kept calling them and I'm like, what's going on here? I've never had this happen with you guys before. Like, oh, we just sent to the wrong address. This bad, 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 bad. Like my cat ate my homework. <laughs> like, all right. But, uh, you know, so what's, what about families? We have like, all right, somebody's, uh, paying cash or whatever when you get there it's always it's always sus i always ask <laughs> i always ask for it i tell them ahead of time pay me when i get there mm-hmm. so that and I, I, I word it in a way that it sounds more reasonable but it's like so i don't have to try to track you down after people are going to be coming up to you and either congratulating you on your wedding or you're going to be busy taking pictures, taking pictures or yeah that's the thing is. that i tell people for funeral services and wedding services i'm like hey 
like if you pay me when I get there, then I don't like you don't have to find me. I don't have to find you. You don't have to interrupt enjoying if it's a wedding or something like that. You don't have to interrupt enjoying your event yeah. to deal with paying me. Absolutely. Or if it's a funeral, you don't have to interrupt your time, you know, mourning with your family to like dish out cash. And I'm not standing there awkwardly, awkwardly like, with my dick like, in my hands like, <laughs> waiting to get paid so I can fucking leave. Like, right. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. Um, so that's a big deal. Like, and, and I also make the suggestion like, hey, it would be, you know, again, weddings, even funerals, to be honest, like it depends on who's hiring you. But at weddings, it's almost always the very often the bride. Yeah. Because she makes all the final decisions in the end. Um, hey, like, you know, give it, to, just give the responsibility to somebody else. Like give it to your bridesmaid or your mom yep. or somebody like that will take care of it. You're not going to want to deal with this on the day. It, it's just easier that you don't have to worry about it or make those suggestions. Help them. You got to help them like make it easier for you. <laughs> you well, know, I've had a, I've had a good amount of people thing. that'll pay me in advance. They'll be like, Hey, can I Venmo? A lot of people, you? a lot of people will They're do like, that. Hey, can I like Venmo or PayPal? You? I'm like, yeah, here, like here's the contact info. Then you just don't have to worry about it. One thing I've tried tested and I haven't really committed to it hundred percent yet. And I just, in the last year started doing this is as I've started like, um, asking them to pay me via Venmo, PayPal, whatever it is on the morning. Like I get people are nervous. Like they don't know if you're going to fucking show up. Yeah. They don't know you from a hole in the wall. Granted for me, I, you could you could track me very easily. I have a website and Facebook. I got all this shit. It's easy. Yeah. So have that stuff so you look professional, but for sure. So they don't feel like this guy's just taking his money and walking away. Because <laughs> yeah. like you would ruin your business that way if you did that. But um, I've toyed with the idea, and I've done it a couple times, where it's like, hey, you know, when you get up that morning, when you're heading out, just send it via Venmo, PayPal, whatever, Zelle, whatever you use. And then we're and we're done. Like you don't have to pay me like weeks in advance and no. whatever and be nervous about it. Like send it that morning. Hey, text me. Hey, I just sent you money. I'm on. Yeah, I'm on my way. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Like that helps speed up that process. Makes it less awkward. You don't have to stand there. People will still tip you. I've definitely had people. Yep. Like you think like maybe they're not going to tip you if they're not handing you cash, but they do. They absolutely yeah. do. Or they'll pay you in advance and then tip you on the day. Like I've they had absolutely. That yeah, they'll pay you the fee and then like they'll hand you twenty bucks or whatever. I've had people ask bucks. me, "Hey, can we do half up front, half after?" I've had all kinds of things like that, and I'm like, "Yeah, like that's I'm flexible." The biggest, some of the biggest things that people get fucked on, right? One, you always got to make sure you have a point of contact and correct contact info. So, like, Absolutely. as soon as someone's booking me, I'm like, I need, you know, I was like, get your name. Like, is this a good phone number for me to contact you? Do you have an email address in case I have any questions? I could just email you. That way I don't have to bother you on the phone. And then you at least have, like, ways to get in touch with the person, not only to make sure day of the event goes more smoothly if you have a question or something comes up, mm-hmm. but also, like, in the, you know, probably unlikely event, but just in case they fuck you, it's like, hey, I've got contact info for this person. Like most people aren't going to change their email to get out of like getting badgered by somebody and you, they could block your phone and things like that. But you can say, Hey, like here's the person there. You go back to that freaking letter from a lawyer. Like, Hey, here's the fucking person. Here's their phone number. Here's their email. Yeah. Yeah. You could certainly. And, and again, a, a lot of this thing's going to preempt that cause they're, they're going to f- not do that to you. Yes. Yeah. They're going to feel like, Oh, this, this, this guy, person, this is a real doing. business or whatever. I mean, you, maybe you'll get somebody, but, I've had some real questionable people pay me no question. You know, like you're walking like, oh, this is a real trashy funeral or whatever it is, you know, like. And then they, they, they got hand you an envelope full of cash. Yeah, they got an Elvis impersonator, but nobody, it's rare that they fuck with the Piper, man, because it's like, the other thing that helps is uh, <laughs> the old. Um, superstition, Superstition, man. absolutely. Yep. Superstition uh, helps. <laughs> especially if they're like traditional type people or whatever they think, which play it up, man. Like they got to pay the Piper. Like even if you volunteer to do something. Like it's often that I, not often. I don't do it that often actually. So let me take that back. I, <laughs> don't ask me, people. I've but, uh, definitely I've done definitely it. done it on yeah. occasion where I it was a friend or something like that. I played and so they'll still hand me money because they 
they They're feel like they it. have yeah. to. Yeah. I've had that happen with friends before, where they'll be like, "Hey, like you know, it could be like five bucks." Yeah, it's something. and they'll be like, "Here you go." And I'm like, "Like, what do you give me a five or four? And I'm yeah. like, pay a fucking piper, dude. I'm not having that shit on my <laughs> exactly. I'm not having that shit, that bad juju following me around. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, no, it's that's that's. Uh, but it's kind of it it's kind of building out, and it's one of those things where the trick the trick is, especially if you're maybe haven't played as many solo gigs or you don't book as many solo gigs, uh, come up with whatever your SOP is going to be, and just stick to it. And just I mean, you don't have to bend over back. I mean, it's good to it's good customer service to like help where you can, mm-hmm. but you don't have to bend over backwards for people by any means. You can be like, hey, like here's the process. Right. book me you put this deposit down i'm going to invoice you for the full amount you can pay the full amount on the day this is you know here's some of my suggestions about what you can do to make it easier on you because i've done a lot of these things and mm-hmm. i see how you know i see what works and what doesn't work right you don't need like a signed countersign contract for a fucking playing 15 minutes at a wedding yeah like, it's very rare that i sign a contract i mean you could go that far if it really gets bad for you um but i just don't it's a lot of work to do that yeah but you know, sometimes you have to. But I mean, one of the great things if you have like a, a interest form. So one thing, first off, if you're gonna try to make money playing pipes, talking about looking more professional, if you get paid two hundred bucks for a gig, take a hundred dollars, fucking get a Squarespace and make yourself a decent website. Doesn't have to. It could be one page with a contact form. Yeah, it doesn't. You don't have to have anything. Doesn't have to be anything. <laughs> just nice. Like it can be. Just gotta look super cheap, nice. right? Do get a, that get a nice so that picture of yourself. Either you know. You could hire a photographer. That's probably a good way to go. Or dress up nice. Get a friend to put their phone on portrait mode. Like, yeah, it's not that hard to get a nice picture on an iPhone or whatever these days. I mean, it's a good place to start. The trick is, as you book more gigs, reinvest in yourself. So mm-hmm. you know, if you can take half of the money from a gig and put it into a website, awesome. If that website helps you get three more gigs, and you can take money from one of those gigs and put it into getting some decent photos, do that. Like, right. Exactly. Get, yeah. You know, pay the $10 on Vistaprint to get some fucking business cards. Man. <laughs> There's a lot of people that will take their gig money and put it aside, like, for bagpipe stuff. I mean, yeah. like, they'll buy more stuff. Like, you don't need any gadgets, man. Just invest in looking good and maybe upgrading your sporn or upgrading your whatever, your shoes or whatever it might, you know, some, and then, or you buy, get a photographer, whatever yeah. these things that add into more business. I mean, if business. you're getting, and you don't have to do big numbers. I mean, if you're getting fucking, if you need the cash, if you're getting $200, pull 50 aside and say, okay, this is going in my business development fund. Like yeah. a couple months you'll have, you'll be able to hire a photographer, no problem. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Or you'll get some, you know, my friend's nephew is learning photography because he got a camera for Christmas. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. there's all kinds of shit you can do. Yeah, there's definitely ways. But uh, um, yeah, so just kind of come up with those practices and stick to them. So we're, so then when someone contacts you, you're not like, well, how would you like to do this? Yeah, never, never, never leave it up to them. You're like, just hey. like when they ask when when they're asking or they want song suggestions or whatever, just tell them what they want. <laughs> yeah. and, and if they don't want that, they'll tell you. But like, make it easy on you and them. Like, don't give them the opportunity to go look up uh, some random some cra- yeah. crazy ass tune on the internet. Like, oh, let's let's do a or one of the ones Tenacious I had D on the bagpipes. Like, ugh. one of the ones I had where they were like, <laughs> oh, can we get the Boondock Saints theme on bagpipes? I'm like, it's played on a fucking violin, man. Like, I don't even know what it is. Cheesy Irish sort of fucking horrible thing. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, let's try, like shit. Don't do that. <laughs> Just come up with a repertoire of tunes because that's always great too. If you have a repertoire, you can record shit on your phone of you playing, mm-hmm. and be like, hey, like I have some samples of stuff that I think would be appropriate. Can I send them to you? Yeah, exactly. I do that all the time. Where someone will be like, well, you know, blah blah blah. And I was like, here's a couple tunes I think would be appropriate. I'm like, well, I'm not familiar with those. I was like, I'll record them tonight when I get home. I'll yeah. put it on my get and my then phone. As you do that, and build yourself a library and then put it on your website, or yep. at least you'll always have it to sh- share with people. Yeah, if you have a library of stuff where you can just boom, here's a sample of what I'm talking about, and I think this mm-hmm. would be good. 
yeah, steer that. You know, you don't have to like push them, but you could put a hand on the wheel. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that'll make your life significantly easier. Yeah. Exactly. Um, if you don't have to learn a tune for every fucking gig. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but even that way, you build up your repertoire as well. So, um, but uh, good thing, uh, Cobra in the chat mentions this, and this is true. Uh, get yourself a PayPal account for one. The reason for that versus Venmo, and they both work fine, uh, is. And Venmo may do this. I don't know. But PayPal has a credit card swiper that yep. you can get for free. Yep. Um, so if you have an account, I'll mail it to you. Plugs into your phone and it slides a card. And I've been paid via credit card. People ask every once in a while, hey, will you take a card? Like a corporate gig, very often they want it done through a card. Granted, charge you 3% or whatever, but it's an option. You know, maybe you don't want to do everything that way, but it gives you another option. And um, PayPal allows you to invoice people for free. It, it does all that stuff. Like you don't have, I mean, you don't if you, you could pay it play it real cheap with PayPal if you're careful. Yeah. So <laughs> meaning they'll they'll like uh they'll charge you to swipe a card essentially. Um but even you don't even need the swiper, you could just type it in, but they prefer the swiper. But um and Stripe does this as well, but I've never used Stripe or whatever. Yeah. But PayPal works. Uh so that's a, a good tip as well. Um and I don't know if you can I know you can do it in some like I think you can do it in uh Square and some other things. I don't so know if you can do that's it. That's what I meant, Square. I don't yeah. know if you can do Stripe's one that it works through Squarespace. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you can do it in PayPal, but some of those some of those platforms allow you to pass that fee on to the customer. So if it's like a you know, if you're swiping a card and it's like a three percent fee or whatever, it'll be like, Hey, now your two fifty dollar two hundred and fifty dollar bagpipe gig is like two hundred and fifty five. Right. I, I'm not sure if PayPal does that or not, but um, but yeah, yeah, but also yeah. just eat the seven bucks and do good customer service. Like, come on. Yeah. It's, no, right. seven it's not that big a deal. <laughs> so it's just cost of doing business and you write that off on your taxes. People are assuming you uh, report any of this stuff, but, yeah. um, so anyway, yeah, that's our tips. Uh, yeah. Don't get, just, you know, cover your ass, man. Always assume the best, hope for the best, uh, prepare for the worst. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Correct. Just like anything else. Um, yeah. and just <laughs> as soon as you can lock down what your process is going to be for booking gigs, you you've taken the customer from point a they contacted you and you okay next step is we do this the next step is this and then the next step is this and you just walk them through it like here's how this works and then they're gonna say either okay or i mean nine times out of ten they're gonna have no fucking idea what they're talking about they've never booked a bagpiper before they've probably never booked a musician before right exactly so they're just gonna say oh okay that's how it works and it's if you can just immediately lay out a process instead of hemming and hawing you're gonna save your ass a lot of trouble because they're gonna be like oh this person's pro they know what they're doing and then, you know, make sure you show up on time or early and play good. Right. That That's really important, too. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you're For fucked. repeat business. Yeah. yeah. For repeat business. <laughs> so, cool. Uh, let's leave it there because I've got to go. All right. Well, um, thank you all for tuning into this episode of the Chain Rant Podcast. We will see you next week for the uh, podcast and the symposium. Yeah. Or the, them all in a row. I don't want to call it a symposium. It'll be too confusing. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, Joe Brady presentation yeah. on marketing your pipe band. Send us your emails and voicemails, chainrain at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought of the show. And I am going to go ahead and play us out. <laughs>